Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Good morning, West Georgia. Welcome in to the Morning Five podcast. 53 days until Christmas. And today it's brought to you by the Parian Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Billy, today is National Deviled Egg Day. Not a fan. Really? Really, yeah. That's the one, I think that's one of the one things that I just can't get behind. I don't know what it is. I don't. I guess it's the texture and a little bit of the, I guess the spice to go along with it. Um, I'm just not a big fan. Do you know uh, the um, the episode of Parks and Recreation where Ron Swanson goes to that little diner and he says, give me all the bacon and eggs yes. you have? Yes. That is how I stop. am with deviled egg. <laughs> stop. That That is I'm how I am. You don't understand that I mean all. The bacon. All, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the waiter just looks at him. He's like, I know your pain. I know exactly what you need. It was after Mulligan's closed down. I love that show, man. That show's so good. It is. It's fantastic. I think I've watched that the entire seat, like every single season. I've probably gone through the entire catalog like three or four times. It's it's fantastic. Yeah, uh, I, but yeah, I, that's, <laughs> that's how I am with deviled eggs, man. I, I if you if there are twenty four deviled eggs on the table, I will eat twenty four deviled eggs. If there are forty eight deviled eggs on the table. I will eat 48 deviled eggs. I love deviled eggs. They are in my top 10 of Thanksgiving treats. Okay. So that's something that we're going to have to talk with Zen and uh, Bobby Carver. Oh, yeah. Bobby Carver. Yeah, for sure. We'll have that on the list. Uh, okay. Bass, also our good friend, uh, Casey Bass. Huge, Ooh. huge deviled eggs fan. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Massive, massive deviled eggs fan. So, yeah. Huge fan of deviled eggs. I will always eat them. Uh, they, I mean, they're like they're like chips almost. They just go down so easily. Uh, Billy, let's get to the Professional American Football League power rankings. Uh, after Monday night's game, the Bengals just absolutely getting trounced by the Browns. Uh, that didn't really have any effect on my power rankings, uh, although it was kind of surprising. Do you know Joe Burr is that uh, he hasn't he hasn't beaten the, uh, the Browns? The Browns are perfect against Joe Burr and the and the Bengals. Isn't that weird? It's a little bit surprising, honestly. Yeah. 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 Kevin Stefanski, I believe, is undefeated against the Bengals, which is not something that I would have thought to be <laughs> That's true. Crazy. No. <laughs> yeah. It's, as much struggles as he had up there. It's nuts. Uh, my power rankings look like this. They're really similar to yours. Bills, Chiefs, Eagles, Ravens are the top four. Bills are the, still the undefeated best team in the NFL week in and week out. That happens. I uh, have a lot of uh, faith in the Chiefs in that offense, and I think they're going to be even better now that they have Kadarius Toney, uh, who is an absolute talent if he can stay healthy and on the field. The Ravens are, or excuse me, Eagles at number three, undefeated. Uh, I I still think the Eagles are probably going to be the NFC represent, representation of uh, in the in the I, I don't know what are we the big game NFC. 
the big game uh, championship. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's going to be the Bills and the Eagles right now in the big game championship at the end of the year, uh, which is going to be a super game and it will probably be played in a stadium that is shaped like a bowl. Um, and then number four, I have the Ravens. Uh, I, I love Lamar Jackson, man, and and that team got even better with the uh, with the trade they just did for my mind is going blank. Who did they just get? Roquan Smith. Roquan Smith. Thank you, Mike. How did I forget that? The leading tackler in the NFL. Uh, so the Ravens defense gets oh. shirt up. Oh, 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 my bad. Leading tackler in the professional American football league. Thank you, Billy. My goodness. I'll have to, I'll have to edit that one out. Um, if they can, if their running backs can stay healthy in Baltimore, they have a really good chance of meeting the bills in the, uh, American championship game before the super championship game thing. So I like the Ravens. Yeah. I like the Ravens a lot. And number five, I was really struggling here, man. I was really struggling with who who the fifth best team is in the Professional American Football League. And to me, it was down between the 49ers, the Cowboys, and the Giants. Uh, And right now, I have more faith in my Cowboys because of the defense. I think the Giants are sort of like the Jets where they have been privy to a weak schedule. And that's the reason they have the record that they do. I'm not overly impressed with the Giants when I watch them play. I am impressed with the 49ers. I want to see what else Christian McCaffrey has to bring to the table with that team. And then I want to see that defense perform week in and week out. So the the 49ers coming in the top five wouldn't surprise me in the next couple of weeks. But right now I have my Cowboys at number five in the Professional American Football League power rankings. I got Bills, Eagles, Chiefs, Ravens, and I've got the 49ers at five. I just think that what they are doing right now, the reason I have their power rankings, right? So we're looking at it from a perspective of these teams are really turning the corner. And these are the five best teams. And I'm really feeling that these 49ers are really freaking good. Yeah, I, I agree. Of Christian McCaffrey, um, that defense is, is going to get better and better and better. I'm, I'm I'm taking 49ers here at the at the five. Yeah, I'm I'm de- I'm definitely not going to argue with you that the Cowboys are better than the 49ers right now because I sat here for a while today and debated on who I should put at five. I think Bills, Eagles, Chiefs, Ravens as your top four, no matter how you want to put them, um, that's your sort of undefeated top undisputed top four in the NFL right now or in yeah. the Professional American Football League right now. Uh, and then, yeah, five, five, you can put in the Cowboys, the 49ers, the Giants. There's a couple teams that you can put in the five. Uh, but it's 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 the top four are head and shoulders above everybody else in the professional American Football League right now. All right. This is uh, week 12 of the high school football season, Bryce. Last week of the regular season. I don't know. I don't know how this happened. Honestly, man. I, Where the hell did the season go? I don't know. Like I'm still, I still, I'll still catch myself thinking. I'm like, it was just yesterday we were talking in this in the middle of the summer about high school football, and it literally, it's now, dude. I can't, I can't tell you how sad it makes me. It, it really, when it hit me, <laughs> it hit me last week around Thursday. Man, it made me depressed. Like I was like, we, how is this season almost already over? I feel like we just started. Um. So yeah, last week of the regular season, dude. I'm, I'm. I'm not jacked about this week. I am actually extremely depressed. Great matchups, but I'm depressed that it's almost over. Let's talk about the uh, region schedules or the region matchups for picture for this week and find out 
who's into the playoffs and who won't be. Um, Bowden is in. They'll either be the one or the two, depending on how Friday's game versus Mount Zion goes. Region championship game. Yep. Yep. Huge, huge game. Uh, Bremen needs a win versus LFO Friday to make it into the playoffs. You and I both think that this is going to be in. There this should be no issues with LFO. LFO especially after the way, especially after the way Bremen played at Daresville last week, should have given yes. a lot of a lot of confidence. Yeah, Bremen should beat LFO and get in. Carrollton is in. They are region champions. They are the number one seed. They will welcome in somebody on Saturday the twelfth. I think. Who are they playing this week? I think they're playing that pesky. No, they're uh, yeah. They're playing that pesky bye again, aren't they? They're the bye against this yeah. week. They, bye hasn't won a game all season, man. It's been a tough struggle for them this year. All right, you mentioned this, and I've I've got to throw this out there. All right, Central's in right now. They are at at very minimum they're in. Here's what could happen: chaos needs to happen in order for them to be the number two seed. Okay, absolute chaos. I'm here for it. Um, I don't think it's going to happen, but a win nets a win against Heritage nets them the three seed at the very least. Um, if they lose, they're the four seed. Bottom line. Um, I think basically Sonorville has to lose to Southeast Whitfield in order for Central to um, be the two seed. Okay. So Southeast there is a there's a long shot for the two seed. Very long shot. Yeah. <laughs> Still, hey, like, like I told uh, Coach Listen, Edwards, any, anything chaos can happen. needs to happen. Yeah. Chaos needs to rain. Rain on me. Rain on me with chaos. Let's get Central a two seed. And speaking of chaos, Harrison County needs a win versus Fanning County tomorrow night um, because this game has been pushed up to Thursday night. We're getting Thursday night football this week. Yeah, um, lack of officials, man. It sucks. Again. Yeah. Um, they will head to Fannin County tomorrow night, and uh, they need to win versus Fannin to get into the playoffs. If they win during the playoffs, they lose. They're out of the playoffs. Yep, that's, absolutely. That's be be tough tough one. One. Yeah, Heard County is in uh, region championship is Friday night versus Lamar County. Winner gets the one, loser gets the two. Another tough one. Lamar County is really good. Yeah, they are. That they're very good. A running back slash linebacker that they have that's going to Georgia. I was about to say he's a UGA commit, right? Oh, he's so good, man. Yeah. Watch film on him. Oh my god, he's so good. Uh, Heard County's going to have their hands full, man. They need they need that place packed out and loud. Get that home field advantage going. Mount Zion is in. Will either be the one or the two seed, depending on Friday's game versus Bowden. So that's the other region championship in our area that we talked about earlier. Temple is in a win versus Crawford County Friday gets them the three seed a loss gets them the four seed. So obviously you want to get that three seed. I would be shocked if they lost. I would I be would completely be. floored. Yeah. Crawford County is uh, coached by a, a baseball coach. They're the not very good. Have they won a game at all this year? Yeah. I believe they have. I believe they have. For some reason I thought they were they were winless but I don't I, that that's just off the top of my head I don't know and then unfortunately Villarick is out um their season's over they're four and six on the year they're done um, uh, that's the yeah. bottom that's heartbroken is the word I can only describe so, Friday night theoretically we could have eight teams in the playoffs 
Um, eight I, teams in the playoffs and one, one yeah. two, three, four, five. Five of the eight can still host a playoff game. Bowden, Carrollton, Central, Hurd, Mount Zion. Right. Those well, five still have a chance. Bowden, Mount Zion, and Carrollton will all be hosting. They're locked in, and Done. so will Hurd. Yes. Yeah. So, so about the one that's sort of up in the air right now is Central. Uh, right. Central can the chaos needs to happen in order. Chaos for that. needs to rain. Rain chaos down on me. Yep. <laughs> uh, all right, Billy. Last night we had the CFB playoff rankings released. Uh, they actually came out issues. live. Do what? I have issues with this. But let's go. All right. They came out live on Track Talk. So uh, you got a little CFB playoff ranking discussion on Track Talk last night with me and Mr. Matt Ridgway. At, let's just run through one through four real quick, and then you'll tell me where the issues are if you have any one through four. Uh, Tennessee at one, Ohio State at two, Georgia at three, and Clemson at four. I think one through three is kind of locked in right now. Don't you agree? I don't think it matters where they where they're Bingo. ranked. Um, Bingo. I, I just think they're locked in. Those are the top three seats, period. I, I 1,000% agree with you. I don't care how you rank the top three, but I think those top three have separated themselves from the rest of the pack. Um, you can put Ohio State at one, Ohio State at three, and, you know, Tennessee, Georgia, wherever you want. Right. One through, one through three, I don't care how you rank them because it's going to play itself out, especially with Georgia, Tennessee this weekend. I was sort of surprised they didn't, put Tennessee, Georgia, one and two, just so they would have a one and two matchup this weekend in the SEC. Agreed. Um, that that kind of shocked me. But I, yeah, one through three, no issue. I don't care how you rank those teams. Those are the three best teams in college football right now. Four is an absolute joke. Clemson at four uh, yeah. is an absolute joke to me. I, I, I think there's a couple jokes on here. So we're going to go four through six here. Uh, Clemson's is four. They're locked in right now. And the first two out would be Michigan in Alabama. What have you seen from Alabama this year that can put them in a sixth seed? Because I have zero faith in that it's the most undisciplined Nick Saban team I've ever seen. I don't think I don't think Alabama's a top six team right now. And I can guarantee you Clemson is not a top four team. Clemson is an absolute joke. The only reason they are still undefeated is because they play one of the weakest schedules in all of the Power Five. Well, I was uh, wondering about there's that. There's no reason Clemson should be Looking forward. at, like, you know, what have they done? Like, the committee is about eyes, right? It's not just strictly, like, we, we moved away from the BCS, which was statistics only, right? Right. So we're going to move to a committee that actually watches the games and understands what they're looking at, right? Right. What the hell are they watching with Clemson? Well, can I interest you in a 35 to 12 win over Furman? Does that move no. the needle for you? No. no. Okay. It moves zero for me. How about a 35 versus Furman? Furman? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Only 35 against Furman. How about a 48 to 20 win against Louisiana Tech? Oh. No? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Um, how about a 34 to 28 win over the vaunted Florida State Seminoles? Does that do anything for you? Florida State's a much better team this year. They are, but should Clemson have only beat them by six? 
probably not if they're the four, top four seed. I mean, you look at these teams they played. They beat Wake Forest by six. They beat NC State by ten. They beat Florida State by six. They beat Syracuse by six. That's another thing, too, that I think needs to be discussed is the fact that did, I know for a fact, being an Ohio State fan, that Ohio State has beaten every single one of their teams by at least double digits, including Penn State. We play crappy teams, but we beat the bejesus out of them. That's, and that's how you're supposed to. That's the whole purpose of this playoff. You beat the hell out of the teams that you're supposed to beat the hell out of, right? That's right. the whole purpose of it. And if we're not going to get rewarded for that, I mean, I don't, I'm not complaining about Ohio State being two, but I'm complaining about Clemson being four. And right. like, if you're if you're rewarding a team for playing garbage schedule and only winning by this much, you know what I mean? Like that that bothers me. No, I'm, I'm there with you. I think the type of win you get should matter a lot more um, than, than just winning. I mean, you know, but their, 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 their other option was Michigan. And, you know, other than a couple of the clunker against Maryland, I mean, they put up 27 points on Iowa, and Iowa's one of the best defenses in, defenses in the country. I can't complain beat, about that. Beat Indiana by 21. I mean, Hey, they did a better job of beating Penn State than we did. They beat Penn State 41 to 17. Now it was at home, but still. Right. Uh, and they beat their rivals, Michigan, or one of their rivals, Michigan State, by 22 points. So, yeah, for me, Michigan is you the four. Talk about a little bit later. Michigan is the four, and Clemson's the five for me. I agree. Uh, and then the rest of the top 10 TCU at seven, Oregon at eight, USC at nine. And I don't know who the hell was smoking what kind of weed in that room, but LSU is at 10. Yeah, that's garbage too. I don't, I don't understand that. That's SEC bias in the slide. That is thousand percent. That's that's all that is. Like if thousand you're actually percent. watching college football this year, LSU is not a top ten team. No, you, you, no. Old Miss, Old Miss, UCLA, and Utah are all better than LSU. Absolutely. And I don't putting LSU I don't in. That's garbage. There's no reason LSU should be inside the top 15. That team is in absolute dumpster fire. Yeah, no way. So, I mean, other other than Clemson at four and LSU at ten, uh, I think they got these. They get they got they're these close. playoff rankings yeah. pretty spot on. Yeah, yeah. yep. I, and the funny thing is, is honestly, I think Notre Dame's going to give Clemson a run for their money this weekend. You know what I mean? I really think that. And I am uh, not going to tip my hand on that game, big boy. <laughs> Um, I'm going to tip my hand because have you been following that line? Uh, no, I have not. The line in that game is thinner than the line in the Georgia-Tennessee game. Did you see the line in the th- Georgia-Tennessee game? Did I? I Eight wish I would hop on it. Did you see it when it came out? No. It was 13 and a half, Billy. Dude. It was eight and, and a half, half last night when I looked at it. Yeah, it came out of the 13 and a half. Give me the points. I was kicking myself for not taking that 13 and a half and teasing it up to 14 and a half. No, no. I don't don't know what they've been watching, but Tennessee is not more than a touchdown dog or shouldn't be more than a touchdown dog against Georgia. I just got a fake message. I said that. Matt Ridgeway. He said, I'd like to start my day with a heartfelt, sincere thank you to the selection committee for Kirby Smart's bulletin board in Athens this morning. (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah, they could they could not they could not have done a worse thing to Tennessee than rank Georgia number three. 
Yeah, that was here's, I, but the only other time that I've picked against Georgia this year against the spread was Oregon. And we saw how that went. So, yeah, I think and I learned my lesson. The bad thing about that, too. Um, Nolan Smith is out. That hurts Georgia so bad. <laughs> it hurts. He's out for the season, too. Yeah, it sucks. It's not just against Tennessee. He's out for the season. Ah, that sucks for Georgia. Yep. Hate to, hate to see that, man. Hate to see young Saturday, men get hurt. Saturday's games are going to be so good. Georgia, Tennessee, Notre Dame, Clemson. What was the other one? That, is it LSU, Dude, Alabama a, this weekend? There's a, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure LSU, Alabama is this weekend. Hold on. Let me pull up. So we got the uh, top 25. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Tennessee, Georgia, Ohio State plays Northwestern. That's going to be awful. Awful. Uh, yeah. It's Last be I terrible. saw it was what, 37 and a half was the, the line. 38 and honestly oh. if we got up if we got up north of 40 i would take it that's going to be a snooze fest um michigan state illinois and folks don't sleep on this illinois team this illinois team oh, is really illinois good really good they're seven and one. Hurt. Oh, bert's got them uh, <laughs> illinois is a 16 point favorite man they're really good uh syracuse pitt is this weekend that's gonna Ooh. be a competitive game yeah uh, alabama lsu is this weekend that's a seven o'clock kick texas kansas state that's also a seven o'clock kick uh, Clemson Notre Dame that's a 730 kick uh, so yeah Wake Forest NC State folks MC State MJ Morris might start for NC State this weekend at quarterback. Go, yeah so keep an eye on that a lot of good games but unfortunately it looks like the bulk of them are going to start at 730 um, other than the Georgia Tennessee game which is going to be a 330 so now I understand why they why they flex that to 330 um, but yeah UGA right now eight and a half point favorite yeah all right, let's get to the Marine South scoreboard, shall we? Let's do it. Phillies beat the Astros seven to nothing yesterday. Uh, they looked absolutely dominant doing it. Um, Philly looked incredible. You got to give like as much as I hate Philly, I really do. It's like it bugs the hell out of me. To say this, got to give them credit. They looked great last night. Thousand percent. Yeah, and they look like the best team in baseball. Not only the team, but the city. The city, like the stadium, was rocking last night. It it looked. Like, if you were plopped down in Citizens Bank Park, that was a rocking time last night. I saw a post this morning that on the Bryce Harper home run and the Brom home run, I believe was the other one. Yeah. uh, The Citizens Bank Park registered on the Richter scale at Penn State University. Uh, That doesn't surprise me. And the funny thing is for me is the fact that I really am interested to see, you know, Brom did touch home plate that time, right? After home I think he did. Okay. Yes, I think he touched home that time. He still hasn't touched it for his part. <laughs> did the TP. <laughs> yes, it touched it. On the stub at Games and Events calendar, game four tonight, Astros and Phillies. And then tonight, Hawks at Knicks at 730. So we finish off the five-game road trip tonight in New York. Um, I love the fact that Trey gets to be his... Um, New York hating self tonight. So I wonder what that uh, what that line is. So I, fe- I feel like the Hawks should be favored by like two and a half, three and a half points against the Knicks. I would think so. Trey, Trey always. Uh, ooh, Knicks are a two point favorite. I might take that. Tonight. Yeah, yeah. Trey seems to always perform well uh, against New York. I might take that. Yeah, that's that's uh, the Stump of Games events calendar for tonight. Two point favorite. Wow. That's- crazy i wouldn't have expected that bill you need another cup of coffee man absolutely i do let's get to another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor hannah strong with robert goolsby real estate group 
We have some professional American Football League trades to talk about from yesterday. Falcons trade uh, suspended wide receiver Calvin Ridley to the Jaguars for a fifth and a second, I believe, is the compensation that the Jaguars are sending back to Atlanta. And I'm sure there's going to be some stipulations like if they get a compensation pick or that fifth moves up if Calvin Ridley does good next year or is on the roster or something other than that. Yeah, if it's uh, on the roster, he's a fourth round pick. If it's if he makes the team, well, if he makes the team, he's a third round pick. And if he gets a contract extension with the Jaguars, it's a second round pick. Wow. So that has a lot of incentives. Yeah. It's crazy. That's pretty cool. I was listening to uh, Paffle Insider uh, Ian Rappaport talk about it last night. So That's good. All right. Uh, Dolphins trade for Broncos linebacker Bradley Chubb and 49ers running back Jeff Wilson. Bradley Chubb was one of the guys that Billy was messaging me during the day yesterday saying that he wanted the Falcons to go good. I would love Bradley Chubb and Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, yeah. I think so would have everybody else. I don't know what it would have taken to trade for him, but he is uh, now a Denver Bronco. He's out there with Mr. Unlimited. Yeah. And Bradley Chubb is in the Let's Ride family. So congratulations to Bradley Chubb and 49ers Jeff Bradley Wilson Chubb's for going to Denver. In Denver? Do what? Bradley Chubb's not in Denver anymore. He's in Miami. In Miami. I'm sorry. He, he leaves Mr. Unlimited. Yeah. My brain's not working quite yet. Uh, so, yeah, the Miami gets a couple more weapons on offense and defense. Lions trade tight end TJ Hawkinson to NFC Dude. North rival Vikings. Huge. Vikings have an injury at tight end, and Hawkinson's going to step right in. I... Hawkinson is a, an absolute stud. He's not Kittle and um, Kelsey like no, Kittle, no, but no. he's an absolute stud. He's a very good. He's a very good tight end. I would say he's he's just as good as Kyle Pitts. That's what I would put T.J. Hawkinson in. That's fair. I think Hawkinson is just as good as Kyle Pitts. So big, big pickup for the Vikings and uh, Kirk Cousins up there in Minnesota. Chicago Bears acquired Chase Claypool in a trade with the Steelers. I think this is the Chicago Bears front office giving Justin Fields a weapon and saying, go prove yourself, young man. You've been saying that you don't have any weapons up in Chicago. Here is a weapon in Chase Claypool. He he, did, he really didn't. <laughs> no. No, he, he had nothing. I, don't, I literally cannot tell you. Is Allen Robinson still in Chicago? Is he still a Bears wide receiver? Feels, feels like he hasn't done anything if he has. Yeah, if there if, if if Allen Robinson is still up in Chicago, I don't feel like I have heard his name at all this year. And I honestly I don't know if I can name you a single wide receiver on the Bears depth chart. Let's look at it now. We have Darnell Mooney, uh Nikhil Harry, uh, Dante Pitts, Brian Pringle, Vellis Jones. Equinemius, St. Brown. I don't know any of these guys. I know Darnell Mooney. Cole Komet's their tight end. Why do I so, know yeah. Nikhil? Wasn't he a Falcon? Wasn't Nikhil Harry a Falcon? I thought. Mm. No? Maybe not? I don't know where he's I don't know. from. Nikhil Harry. Where is he from? He's from Arizona State. He was a first rounder. Went to New England. with the 32nd pick. That may be why nope. I remember him, just because he was a first rounder. Yeah, he was a first rounder, and he's been with the he's been with New England his entire career until this year when he was with uh, with Chicago. Yep. 
Uh, so that's the big PAFL trades that happened yesterday. Trade deadline was yesterday. Kareem Hunt, though, famously not moved from the Browns. So he will end the season up there. And Brandon Cooks did not get moved from Houston. And Brandon Cooks was none too happy about did, that. Uh, did the Falcons trade uh, Marcus Mariota? No, no, yeah. still on the roster. Still starting to, they're still starting quarterback. So the division-leading Falcons did not trade their starting quarterback. And why would you do that? You're Damn. leading the division, Billy. Some, something's going right. Uh, Nets' Kevin Durant was shocked yesterday by Steve Nash's exit as head coach. And the Nets are moving towards hiring Ime Oduka as head coach, the former Celtics employee. So they said, goodbye, Steve Nash. Hello, Ime Uduka. Kevin Durant was not shocked by this. Kevin Durant. He was the person that drove this. He was 100% in on this. They're shocked my ass. Shocked. He's he's such a clown. Him and Russell Wilson are about the same people. Uh, After Auburn fired Brian Harson, Kiffin, Freeze, and Sanders among the top names included in the upcoming search. Wayne Kiffin right now is the head coach of Old Miss. Is Auburn a step up from Old Miss? Not in my opinion. I, and, I'm right there and with no, you. No offense to Auburn. I mean, Auburn's name should be a little bit higher than Ole Miss in in theory. Um, but right now, no. Ole Miss is, no. is higher. It, well, it's it's on the same level as Auburn. So it, I'm with you. I think it would be a lateral move, and I don't think it would be... Do you really want to go to playing? I mean, you're playing Alabama every year anyway because you're in the West. But do you really want to play as as their rival every year? Um, no, no, I don't. Because no. no. <laughs> and honestly, if you look at the other two, Hugh Freeze and, and Coach Prime, Hugh Freeze has got a pretty good job at Liberty. I don't man. think. And and if it's me, no one should ever give Hugh Freeze another job in college football. <laughs> <laughs> That's just me. <laughs> he's had his time. He's had his time. Oh. I mean, he's got he's got a pretty good job at Liberty, and then and then Coach Prime. I don't think Coach Prime's going to Auburn. I'd be pretty I think shocked. Coach I Prime think... would would love the challenge. I really do, and I think he'd be into the SEC. He'd get in SEC recruiting. He'd have a much better re- recruiting budget. All that kind of jazz. At the same time, do you want to? Do you want to be down in Auburn, Alabama, or do you want to be in Atlanta? Because I can see him doing Georgia Tech too, and I I can one thousand percent guarantee you I would rather be at Auburn than Georgia I Tech. Wouldn't, I wouldn't. There's about six million schools I would rather be at than Georgia Tech. What What do you have to worry about at Georgia Tech? What football wise? Yeah, you have to worry about recruiting. It's the main, who the hell wants to go to Georgia Tech and play football? I bet you a lot I mean, of people, people from Georgia a lot of people to. would want to if they had Coach Prime as their coach. Can they get in? Georgia Tech is one of the only remaining schools that does not bend the rules academically for their football team. And that's why they can't recruit. That's why they can't get good students in there. You look at Duke, you look at UNC, you look at Stanford, you look at all these other schools that have high academic standards. They don't have the same rules for athletics. Georgia Tech does. Georgia Tech will not budge on the academic standards for their athletes, and that's why they cannot recruit. You've seen it in basketball, and you've seen it in football. They cannot recruit the top recruits because they will not budge on their on their uh, academic standards for their athletes. Right. I'd rather I'd I'd go to Georgia Tech. I mean, I'd go to Georgia State before I would Georgia Tech. Honestly, I'd go to I'd go to Georgia Southern. I'd go to West Georgia. I'd go to Kennesaw. There are a lot of schools I would go to and coach. 
in Georgia other than Georgia Tech. I, I went no part of that program. No part of it. Okay. Uh, former Vikings co-defensive coordinator Adam Zimmer passes away at the age of 38. That sucks. That's do we know what the cause of death was? I, I haven't seen it yet. The cause, man, and but it mm. sucks. Thirty-eight years old. Like I'm turning thirty-seven this month. Like it's really close. <laughs> That's awful, man. Yeah, I I saw that in, in yesterday also. Um, uh, takeoff DJ Takeoff God. died out yeah, in Houston. That dude, uh, that struck me hard, man. I'm a huge Migos fan. I love the Migos. It's one of my favorite rap groups um, currently, and I listen to them a lot. I have a lot of their pump up music. Uh, on my running my running playlist and that um that hurt man that that hurt me a lot more than i thought it was going to that i don't know that was uh that, that struck me so yeah le- yesterday lost he was uh, dj takeoff was 28 so lost two people way way too early yesterday uh jim harbaugh an apology will not get the job done he says after the msu versus michigan scuffle uh after i mean the msu players were just beating the crap out of a Michigan player. Michigan State suspended four more players after this post-game shuffle yesterday as well. Here's my problem with this. Okay. It's the player's fault. The Michigan player's fault. It's a thousand percent the Michigan player's fault. Bryce, you and I both know all too well about the Michigan's tunnel, right? Stupid. It's the dumbest thing ever. You all run into one tunnel, and most of the time, and well, not most of the time, all the time, every time, cops will stand there and block one team from going in, which is the home team. They'll allow the visiting team to run across the field, go into the tunnel first, and then they'll get in, and then they'll allow the the home team to go in. Correct? Does that not happen every every single single time. time? Every single time. Yep. So. You're telling me that this one Michigan player said, no, screw the cops. I'm going to run down the tunnel anyway. And this is after a big win versus a rival. He's talking some ish. You're talking some ish to a lot lot of guys who, A, are probably jacked up on pre-workout and whatever and are still pissed off that they just got their ass beat. This is a 1,000% on that Michigan player. I I don't have any sympathy for him. I don't care. Like... If you're going to go talk shit to them, that's on you, dude. Like, nope. yeah, but you can't, as, as Michigan State, you can't jump one dude. Like, what is this? What are we Why doing? Why are you going to come in there and start talking ish? That's his stadium. We can do whatever he wants. He just beat the crap out of you. Not in- So in, in, instead of doing your job on the field and winning on the field, you got to jump the guy in a, in a small, in, enclosed area. He basically came in on his own and, and, Essentially, for me, he he walked. He basically walked in like he was walking into the locker room and just was talking crap. Hey, you earned that right now. No, yeah, you earned that right. You saw what happened to Baker Mayfield at Ohio State when Baker Mayfield came in and beat us. He planted a flag in the middle of our field. If you're Michigan State, take care of your uh, take care of your problems on the field, not off the field. If you if you're so mad that you don't want him talking junk after the game. All season long, all off season long. How about you win the game? How about that? Yeah. Instead of jumping one guy in a tiny small tunnel after the game, after you got your butts whipped and got embarrassed out there on the field. I mean, that's it. That's it. You want to? You want to? You want to do that? How about you do it on the field? How about that? If you lose, he can come in and talk all the crap he wants. That's his stadium. 
they just dominated you. I would leave. It on Plus, the we don't know like the stuff around it. Just me. Do what? I would leave it on the field. Like I would talk it so much ish on the field, and not in the stadium or in the tunnel. Where they're locked. From. Yeah. See. Yeah. I, I don't know. I I never talk to anybody ever on the field. I never said a thing. I never talk talk jump to anybody. But I was a very very dirty player. <laughs> Uh, I, let, I, let, I let my actions do the talking. I was a very dirty player. Uh, and today in 2021, the Baseball World Series, the Atlanta Braves won their fourth title in franchise history, beat the Houston Astros 7-0 in Game 6 at Minute Maid Park. Houston for a 4-2 series victory. MVP Braves outfielder Jorge Soler, whose <laughs> home run over the left field wall has still not landed. Not on earth. No, no, I think it's sailing past Saturn at the moment. Decent. Yeah, absolutely fantastic World Series. Bill, you got anything else to add today? Nope. Let's get out of here on a hump day. Let's get out of here on a Wednesday, 53 days till Christmas. We will see y'all tomorrow. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors! <laughs>